This is Overshare, a podcast for women by women. I'm your host, Cass Whitaker, here to overshare on all things sex, relationships, health, and career. Today's episode is Office Romances. Should you or shouldn't you? Learn from my experience as well as Lisa Madden's. You already know how I got with Steve, obviously, mm. but basically yeah. it would have been <laughs> almost six years ago now. Worked at the Telstra Call Centre together. <laughs> Romantic. Yep. We sat next to each other and I remember when he had to sit next to me, the first thing I said to him was, I complain a lot just so you know. <laughs> I can imagine you saying that too. <laughs> I was so like just straight up about it and he was just like, oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> I can imagine Steve being like that too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that we sat next to each other for about six months and I slowly got him talking because you know how grumpy and distant he can be initially. Early he is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We went to the footy together one day. Uh, it was Mother's Day. I can remember that very clearly because I remember saying to him, oh, it's Mother's Day. Are you sure you want to go? And he's just like, do you not want to? And I was like, no, no I'll go. I just didn't know if you were doing something with your mum. And he was like, no. Was, oh. I know. He's poor mum. Sorry, Joan. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went to the footy together and we had a few, well, I had a few too many ciders and he had a few too many beers. And we went back to my house for a couple of drinks. And what? Let's just say it got a bit X-rated. Wow. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was pretty awkward the next day, obviously, going into work. I was not sure how he was going to respond, you know. Did you guys both, like, make the first move? Like, or was one person sort of? I, I never knew that. Like, was Steve sort of really, like, hitting on you or, or was it just like you're bouncing off each other the whole time? We argue about this a lot. I insist that he <laughs> seduced me. He's like, no way. <laughs> you were desperate for it, you know. But <laughs> I think we were both pretty flirtatious in terms of who actually like crossed that line into, you know, being a physical thing. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. There's always like a line, but it's hard to determine like yeah. when it was crossed or who did it. Yeah. Neither of us can remember because we were so <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah. So that's basically how we did it. I remember you telling me about how you and Gary got together, but remind me. I, he was pretty much my manager at my new job, which when I did the initial interview, I, I didn't meet him. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I did. I didn't think anything of him, though. I don't know. It's weird. Like, you know, you meet someone and they become a big part of your life, but they don't. I just didn't think anything of him. I thought he was a dork that couldn't tuck his shirt in properly. I mean, he is a dork that can't tuck um, his shirt in properly. He's a dork that can't tuck his shirt in properly <laughs> four years on. But, yeah, I went to the, the store and the interview was across the road. And I remember I was obviously, I don't normally wear high heels, and I was clearly, like, walking really awkwardly because he walked really slowly and I kind of looked at him. Like, why are you walking so slow? He's like, oh, we're, we're, we're walking so you just you look a bit uncomfortable in the heels and I didn't want to rush you. I was uh-huh. like, oh, my God. Like, I look like an idiot. Anyway, and then I had my interview and I didn't see him until, like, I started my, my first day and just, just didn't think anything of him. Like, he was the one training me again. We didn't really talk. We only talked about work. And then this one time it was just a quiet afternoon in the, the Telstra store, Telstra Romance. I should and rename this podcast episode to just Telstra Romance. Just, yeah. <laughs> we should get paid for sponsoring the mention of them. We sat like at the front of the store and we just had a real big in-depth conversation and realized we had just so much in common. Like he was, sounds really gross, like the male version of me. Yeah. It was just really weird. And then from there, I don't know, we just like really clicked and just started talking a heap and I think it was me that made that first move. I sent a photo of myself getting ready and I like I had clothes on, but it was kind of like cropped and like I was all done up and stuff. And I said something funny and I was like, oh, whoops, sorry. I was meant to send that to 
like a group of girlfriends and he's like oh okay and then and then from there like the flirting began and then yeah it just sort of happened we were hanging out one day and I'm like are we going out or like do we do people call each other girlfriend and boyfriend anymore or he's like you can be my girlfriend if you want and then that was pretty much it he was my manager (laughs) and it was a bit scary I can imagine yeah yeah that's interesting because um, I didn't actually realise, you know, because I've obviously heard how you two got together before, yeah. but I didn't realise that he was your manager. I did some research for this podcast like I normally do and one of the things that it came up was um, if you're going to start dating someone that you work with, you should consider your company policy. Obviously, there's some businesses that just completely prohibit office dating, although I don't mm. know how you... Well, yeah. I feel like there's so many, like, loopholes into that. Yeah. And, like, prove it. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, one of the main things that they say is that you really shouldn't date someone that's your manager or your direct report. And I guess ultimately the reason behind that is because, um, you know, it could potentially lead to favouritism or or even if it isn't favouritism, lead to other people in the business thinking. Assuming that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How did that work? It probably sounds really bad because... Telstra wasn't my career and it was I was working in a pub before Telstra and I thought oh cool this is like my first full-time you know nine to five mm. from an office job retail job my all my friends were like mm, this is really bad you shouldn't be chatting to your manager at all I really didn't even think about it we didn't approach the company about it at all I, I wouldn't have a clue on what their policy would be that probably sounds really like do you know what? Um, I actually don't know either. Responsible. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you see movies and it, like in American movies, they make you both sign you know, neutral documents and stuff. And I'm like, does that really happen in Australia? Like probably sounds bad, but I think I was just that like infatuated, uh, infatuated with each other. I didn't even care about, I was like, whatever. I didn't even think about if I'd lose my job or not. Yeah. How old were you again? I started there when I was 20. Yeah. So 20 and then I turned 21. So that's so quite young. I mean, realistically, if it wasn't like a career move for you anyway, and no, it wasn't like, a, yeah. oh my god, this is the gateway to my career job at all. No, not at all. Yeah, because I think it might have been different if that was the case. I would have had my professional yeah. uh, cap on. That's a fair point. Because I mean, at my point in my career now, like if I was single, I would really, really question whether I should be dating yeah. someone that I work with. But at 25, when I was working in a call center, it was the bottom of my mind. And I actually dated someone that I worked with when I worked at Kmart as well. So I'm a serial work dater, apparently. Yeah, well, I I didn't date anyone. I I did sleep with someone I was working with at, like, um, the pub prior. And it was never, like, awkward. It was a pub, so it was, like, not a formal workplace at all. I mean, I feel like pubs is just where you go to sleep with people. It's just like a given. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, interesting. I guess um, for me, when Steve and I first started dating, there was a few questions around um, us taking sick leave on similar days because obviously we kept it quiet initially and then because we were a couple, we'd typically get sick at the same time and so that's when we finally had to kind of come out about it because we got, um, like our manager questioned us saying, hey, you know, you're both taking sick days a lot at the same time. It's it's just been. Like what's going on? It's just been flagged. I mean, Steve obviously went hardline, none of your business because we have sick notes, but I was <laughs> understanding of my team leader's position, I guess. So Yes, yeah. Yeah, so we went and had a meeting with her and we're like, so, you know, there's been a few rumours that me and Steve are dating and she was like all prepared to be like, yep, yep, I'm going to get those people to stop spreading the rumour. <laughs> and I went, yeah, they're true. She was really excited and happy for us and then we'd been together probably for about two months at that point and we were like, look, 
we think it's best maybe like we'd prefer to stay in the same team because as you know in the call centers we were on rotating rosters rosters yeah yeah so being such a new relationship we wanted to still have the same shifts but we agreed that sitting next to each other probably wasn't conducive to productivity so yeah of course yeah yeah so he um moved to like the other side of the pod so we for the like realistically we just didn't see each other all day apart from yeah you know lunch and then eventually as the relationship progressed we we moved in together pretty fast i guess for a relationship you mm-hmm. know it was uh within 8 months i think okay yeah and then um once we were living together we decided to move teams so cuz i was like well we're going to see each other every single day at home anyway we don't need to be in the same team or on the same roster we can have a bit yeah. more space and variety yeah. in our days but yeah i know that was a pretty different experience to you and gary though cuz i know that you two actually worked together for a long time so we went from the telstra store so that was sort of like customer service walking around we could like easily avoid each other if we wanted to but then going within a call center as you know you sort of just if if you're in the same team which we were if you're sitting next to each other in the same pod which we were next to each other you sort of in each other's pockets all the time and I guess I think the the team leader picked up because your mannerisms change with someone well for me anyway I'm really like an affectionate person not saying we're all over each other but I, I obviously gave different vibes to Gary as I would my other team members and and same with the sick leave. Yeah. There was a few times, obviously you're in the same household, if you get sick, they get sick, vice versa. Our team leader was fine with it. She like loved Gary anyway. She just said, don't let it affect your, I guess your performance or if you guys are fighting at home, don't bring it to work and then that's not a problem. Yeah. It was a, never a formal HR meeting or anything. Yeah like yeah. that again we didn't even think of that going into the call center looking back on it, it was probably maybe should have looked at that for gary as well i think it was never like this is our career so we need to not date or not yeah. work together it was just what about whatever well i definitely think um you would have treated your team members differently to gary because obviously cool, steve became <laughs> steve became your team member for a while so yeah. <laughs> but yeah no i think that's a a fair way of dealing with it like as long as your team leader knows because like realistically or your you know your one-up manager depending on how a business is structured because yeah. you know in as long as they know then if there's any questions from other areas of the business you know you're not blindsiding your direct it's, manager yeah the team leader's sort of in the loop with it and yeah yeah because obviously like you and gary lived together and worked together for quite mm. some time so i guess how did how did you handle that <laughs> Well, like you and Steve, like you're saying with Steve, you moved in pretty quickly. Gary was the same. I think he came over like for a sleepover and then just didn't leave. Um, <laughs> like only a couple of months in, it was it was weird. It was it happened super quick, and for some reason it worked. Like looking back at it, I'm like, I don't know how we got through it, but we did, and it was fine. It like at the start, it was really good. Like we would yeah, wake up, go to work, come back, like go to and from work together come home to each other and still have a heap to talk about. Like eventually it started to get to me. I think when you're on the same level as your partner and then Gary's really smart, can pick up systems really quickly and it's just, whereas I I need to be shown something 10 times and I still probably won't get it. Once I get it, I'm good. But when I saw him excelling at the start, I was happy for him, but then I started to get really jealous and kind of resent, like, why is he doing so good? Why am I not like, and I was just really comparing myself to him. And then I found that people 
when they found out we were going out, they were sort of comparing us as well, like in a jovial manner. They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, look at Gary's stats today compared to yours, Lisa. Like we are just being compared without – and I hated that. I didn't yeah. want to be compared to him because that sort of like fueled my fire and I'd somewhat take it out on him and I'd be kind of – yeah. Yeah, and I did, like, hey, looking back on it, and I feel bad. It was never like super, super horrible. I was never super malicious. Yeah, they were the main reason. It played on your reason why we would fight. Yeah. Yeah. So when Steve and I were together, he got an opportunity to progress, I guess, a little bit in the in the um, call center, and he started doing some reporting. I remember, yeah, feeling like real bitterness and jealousy because like, why not me? Yeah. Yeah, well, because I'd been there for so long, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I was just like, I taught him a lot of the systems. He'll absolutely oh, wholeheartedly yeah. refuse to like <laughs> to admit that if um if he if he listens to this, but it a hundred percent happened. So I was quite jealous and it's really hard to kind of separate that because, you know, even if it wasn't the career for you, you know, you still want to progress, you still want to do oh, a good course. job. You yeah. Know? So like validation or yeah. Exactly. So you don't want to have that kind of, you know, help a bit of healthy competition with you and your partner. There's nothing wrong with that, but you don't want it to become resent each other or exactly. Yeah. So that's why I think it's really important. Like if you're going to be in a workplace relationship, you need to make sure you set some boundaries. And I think that the only two people that can determine what those boundaries are would be the people in the relationship. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did you and Steve ever have that conversation? Like saying, hey, if we're going to do this, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, we did a couple of times. Like, so when, like I said, we, at different stages. So when we had that meeting with our team leader, we were like, okay, so this is, you know, where we're at now. And once we moved in together, we were like, all right, well, we can't work in the same team anymore because it's going to be too much for us. And then I moved departments for a little while, um, so I was on a completely different floor. I started working in the social media team. That was actually quite good for a while because obviously we were just completely separate. Like we worked in the same building, but we basically had different jobs. We pretty much just stopped hanging out at all at work. I'd have lunch with my work colleagues and he'd, I mean, in typical Steve fashion, I think he'd just go for a walk by himself, which, you know, once again, I feel like I need to refute that because he'd be like no I don't I play sport and I hang out and have social interaction there I don't need friends otherwise (laughs) at work yeah I think it's always different at work though (laughs) yeah exactly so we did that in kind of different stages and I guess maybe as well that we were older than you and Gary were when you two got together that we probably Hmm. did it like had to have that separation from each other a bit faster than you two yeah because I know like obviously when I dated people when I was younger you know you could live in their pocket for so much longer. It would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because obviously, you two left the left Telstra and then worked together again at the next place for a while. And I think that's where you started to get that moment where you were like, "I don't want to work with him anymore." I'm pretty sure. Like I could see myself almost stopping him from getting opportunities. Yeah. But at the same time, I was really scared not to work with him. And I, this sounds really like, oh God, this sounds like a really toxic relationship. Looking back on it, I'm like, I'm going to say like a toxic stage, but I. It was wrong of me to think that, like, the foundations of our relationship, it was only going to last if we worked together. Yeah. Because we work separately now and I absolutely love it. And I never thought I'd be able to say that. Like, I love having my own, you know, group of work friends. I love telling him about my work, complaining to him, and it's just two separate conversations. It's not so melded and yeah anymore. But Yeah, that's when it changed. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah. We worked at Origin together, went through sort of the same thing, worked in the same team. Then we got we got split up with teams. Mm-hmm. They were a little bit funny about us working together 
I don't know if that's just their company policy was a little bit different to Telstra. They didn't want us sitting near each other in the same team for no reason. Like we told them that we were dating. Then after that, they said that we were just going to separate you guys, which I was, I don't know, I was a bit weird about at the start. But again, I was just so used to just like working around him. I thought, oh God, we're going to drift or something like that. Not the case at all though. It sounds like that was your own insecurities playing again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Like I said, because it's like, cool, we we met working together. Maybe like this is all we know. and Well, it was. It's all we knew and like maybe this is the only way our relationship survived. Really bad way to think. But, yeah, obviously not the case at all. Well, no, because you're happily in two different jobs and engaged now. So it sounds like you only went from strength to strength. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny sort of like talking about this and reliving it and thinking about it. It's odd how I... The things you worried about? Yeah, the things you worried about. And also, like, if I could relive it again, even though Telstra wasn't my career, maybe choosing a relationship over a job wasn't the best path. Not saying I regret Gary, but, like, looking back and I'm like, I don't want people to take the advice of, oh, so if I'm into a guy at work, should I jeopardise my job for that? Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I think ultimately it comes down to making sure you set the boundaries and you're being responsible about it. I mean, it does have an impact on your career. Like you just said, you know, you felt that Gary was maybe being held back because you didn't want to work there anymore and he did and just little things like that. Yeah, Yeah. and it was. And it was looking like as soon as I left, he has had so many step-up opportunities and he's so much happier. and, And I felt really bad for a long time. Like, God, I really held him back. But I let that go. He let that go. And, and look where you are now. We're both in really good places now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And one of the other things that I came across when it was like with research and stuff was like whether you should hide it. So there's multiple sides to this story, obviously. Like if you feel that the relationship isn't serious, it may not be worth the trouble of disclosing, disclosing. it. Because yeah. it's like otherwise it's just kind of office gossip, isn't it? But then there's, yeah, divided opinion on if it's a serious relationship, whether you should disclose it. Because obviously – you know, it could just create unnecessary drama if you disclose it. But also if people do find out, some of your other work colleagues can feel betrayed because what if they had an issue with your partner and you were hiding your relationship and they were confiding in you and, you know. Yes, yeah, that's it. And you don't, I guess, want other people to go to the management before you Yeah, as well. It's almost like be an adult and just own your decisions. <laughs> yeah, it is hard though. Like if you are just sleeping with someone and it's just on a physical level it's like because that's what it was with Gary and I to start off with it was just sort of like a physical thing so it's like well am I going to tell my manager hey I'm sleeping with that person like you wouldn't normally do that (laughs) no exactly yeah yeah I remember when um after the first time Steve and I did it I was walking into work and I was like I'm just going to go and I'm going to tell my boss and then he'll move us and then I won't have to see him again because it's going to be awkward and that's like the (laughs) like I was just so nervous and then I was like, oh, no, but I like sitting next to him and I don't want to give that up. And then my mind went, oh, my God, what if Steve tells our boss? Because <laughs> you're, like, not close enough yet to be like, hey, Steve, are you going to tell? Or yeah. yeah. And so, like, I was just going through this circle as I was walking to work and then I got there and I was sitting there all nervous and then he just breezed in and act normal. He was like, hey. And I was just like, like um- I was real wound up and then. Oh, like it didn't take me long to calm down. Like he he just made the situation really, really easy. And I was like, oh, cool. We're, we're fine. We can still be mates. It's not a big deal. And then obviously two weeks later, we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> in that in that two weeks, did you like, when you're working with him, did you like assume or think that any, like your colleagues knew? 
No. Oh. You know how you think that someone knows something? It's just your mind playing a trick on you, but you're like, you know, don't you? Because you looked at me funny. Like I didn't think it would ever happen again. I thought it'd be a one-time thing. And then we did get a bit more flirtatious after it, but I still kind of was like, no, nah, we're just friends and it was just a one-time thing. And just, you know, we yeah. were just a bit drunk. And there was this older lady there, Jody, if she's listening. Hi, Jody, <laughs> Who went to my team leader and was like, are those two sleeping together? So we got classes, you know how like even like in jobs since I've worked with Steve, like I, you know, you get that kind of work wife and work husband. So it's yes. always the person you're with, but obviously there's nothing there. You're with, but not with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people just kind of assumed we were work wife and husband, like husband mm-hmm. and wife. But then like, obviously there were some people that suspected it was more than that, like Jody did. And then rumors obviously did start, but they were true so yeah <laughs> but no like, I genuinely didn't think it would happen again and then it did and obviously just didn't stop because we got married so <laughs> I was gonna say I'm like pretty serious now yeah exactly it's funny because it's like with coronavirus we've sort of gone back to working together even though we're not working together because oh yeah that's true yeah same with Gary and I actually he sits like a well we live in a small apartment so I, I can literally see his every move so it's we're literally working next to each other it's like a call center vibe again yeah well, I work in my bedroom and Steve works upstairs on the dining room table. So we are a little separate, but you know, I go up to make my lunch and he's You can on. have your lunch breaks together now. <laughs> we, well, to be honest, we don't. Like, don't I, just, really? I just sit at my desk and have lunch. So, and, yeah. Because realistically, I work all the way through the day and then that way I can finish a little bit early. So I don't even have a lunch yeah. break, you yeah. know? No, what I was saying is like when I'm making my lunch upstairs, he'll sometimes be on like an important phone call and I'm just sitting in the background making lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like my but yeah, I mean, otherwise, like we've got completely separate lives of work. Like we honestly don't even talk about work between each other that much anymore because mm. well, we'll obviously if there's an important, you know, decision, like if one of us is going for a promotion or if, you know, there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a concern about something, we want to talk about it. But generally we both try to limit work talk because I find that if you talk about work too much, you just get too bogged down in any kind of issues or you, you just get a bit too obsessed with it. And I want, yes, yeah. Yeah. And while I love my job and I love my side hustle, I want to make sure that I still just have like time where I'm not switched on and thinking about work and stuff. And oh, so, of course, you need to have that boundary, especially now when you're working from home and it's you're working where you you know, would normally escape from work. Yeah. So we always um, make a point to just not talk about work when we're at home. I'm interested because you said, obviously you guys talk about it and you enjoy that. So I, I love my job as well, but sometimes like any obviously. Job. Yeah. And I think at the moment it, it's a little bit hard. I think coronavirus has just put a strain on everything. You're not face to face with someone. So when you're talking to someone from work, it's all like via just Zoom or something like that. It's like not as personal as it used to be. So I feel like everyone's moods are down. So I think work's been a lot more difficult Yeah. as of late. Like I said, I, I love what I do and the real estate industry is shut at the moment. So we're pretty much at a standstill. So we're all a bit flat, I guess. So I guess I've just been telling Gary about how like work's yeah. just a little bit crappy at the moment, but yeah, I think we more so complain. So, I so think, it's just an outlet more than yeah, a, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair I think we, And then because I used to work at Origin, when Gary sort of says something, I can sort of understand where he's coming from to an extent because I understand like the that, that work, their work culture and the ins and outs and all that jazz. Yeah. So we should probably set more boundaries like that, though, especially now. It's easy to complain to someone, especially like your partner. 
But I think you do need to sort of stop, especially me. I could just like ramble on about complaining all the time, but I need to take a bit of a step back and be like, cool, okay, that's enough. Let's enjoy our evening now, not just talk about work all night. Yeah. I think you're right though. It is definitely easier when, you, when you're when you not in Victoria and you have external stimulation to yes. be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically the one last thing that I um, wanted to ask is like what would you have done if you'd broken up when you were working together? Mm, I don't know actually. I think I lived in a fairy tale world where I'm like, oh, we'll just break up and it'll be fine. Like we'll just continue working together. The whole staying friends after dating thing, it's that's never really worked for me. So looking back on it, I'm like that was super naive of me to think like yeah, nothing did, would yeah. ever change. That's at the store. And then I'm thinking about like once we moved to like the call centres and we moved in together and everything. Honestly, it never crossed my mind. That's probably a really boring answer. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to think of it now, like what would I do now if we broke up? It's a bit of a different scenario now because we've got. I guess it, it probably I'll answer it for you in some ways. <laughs> like the fact that you never really considered these places, your kind of career probably would have made it easier. That's, you would have just, yeah, just left, right? Like it, so. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I kind of prioritised the relationship over my job. So my job was my second thought. Again, that probably sounds really bad saying that. I don't think it's that bad. Like ultimately, you know. It was a right decision clearly now. Yeah. <laughs> it could have gone like completely pear-shaped though. But, yeah, it's something I've never yet thought about. I guess realistically, like if you were single now and you started dating someone in your job now, because obviously that is your career move, you would probably set these I would be much more careful because yeah, I, I wouldn't want to lose this job. This is the, yeah. the gateway to what I want to do. Yeah. And I really love, yeah, where I work. And I just, yeah, I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that. So I'd, I'd be super careful. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to say because I don't want to date anyone I'm working with. But theoretically, yeah, I would take better measures and, you know, have that chat with that partner. Like I said, you and Steve did that. Me and Gary never had that. Let's set some boundaries. 100% I would do that now. I do a lot of things, I guess, differently. Or would I? Would it lead me to where I am now with Gary? But, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing this all with me. I mean, obviously, yeah, I've known, right. you, known you for quite some time, so I knew yeah. a lot of it. But I feel like my our listeners will be interested. So Yes, hopefully. If you liked this podcast, please let me know. And if you have any other questions or anything you want me to cover, feel free to get in touch.